Hello, Makati, and bonjour. What's good, everybody? It's like chocolate and cheese, your favorite podcast host, dog. Like, what's going on? We're here on the virtual world because um, I'm not about to explain myself again. You guys already know the vibes, lockdown and that thing. You know what I mean? Um, coronavirus. <laughs> can I, can we just, just for two seconds, let's just talk about this phenomenon called coronavirus. Ah, we're like, tired. Hi, Mo. Two years. We two years of this. Like, we're over this it. is me all the time staring at coronavirus that, that. Like, can you proceed <laughs> can to you leave? get out of like, here? What the hell? <laughs> Um, so anyway, so we're, we're, we are the babes who can never be stopped. So don't get it twisted, eh? We're gonna, we're, we're gonna make keep it sure moving. we keep it moving no matter what, okay? So anyways, um, whoa, blabbering, who are we? I am your co-host, Otney. And I am your other host, Ruby. Yeah, and we are like chalk and cheese and we're so happy to be back in, uh, on your screens, guys. Um, let's get right into it because juice is flowing. Let's go ahead and have, um... Let's go ahead and talk about what we're talking about today. Because let me tell you something. The girls are pissed. Yeah? The girls. Yeah, are, the girls are not happy. It. We're over it. The today girls. we're angry. Today we come to you with anger. Okay? Today this face is an angry face. Today. We came with violence today. You're not ready. But anyways, let's. Uh, what's the topic? The topic is about... It's really cool because, you know, like we're poets. Yeah. So the topic says to be or not to be made up that is the question okay so you're probably like what does that even mean like what are we talking about to be or not to be made up so uh basically what happened was uh i was on my snapchat because you know everything just kicks off on ruby snapchat be popping yo if you guys don't follow my girl on snapchat don't, don't follow me on snapchat i don't know what you're doing you see your life you see you see your life but yes on my snapchat i basically came on one day no wig no makeup Fresh face, like literally Vaseline was all I had on Not my Not one day, I, a few days because... You, I do it every is, day. Because I, what is real life, okay? <laughs> I do it all the time. But anyways, I showed up this one day and this one of my followers came to me in the DMs and was like, hey girl, okay, I'm going to tell you exactly how she said it. So I'm going to read it. She said, uh, why do you come all up in here all the time with no makeup and no wig? Do you not feel embarrassed since you have such a large platform? I would never do what you do because it's not a good look and it will give your haters something to talk about. So I Let was like, talk. and then, and we were like, Like, what is going on? Like, okay, so after this, I remember I was talking to Otney and I was like, why is it a big deal that I show up on my platform? My social media, mine. It's not yours. It's not anybody else's. It's mine. Without makeup, I don't care. Like, why is she so triggered? But she was like, oh, you're giving your haters something to talk about. So she's basically saying me not looking beautiful enough is giving my haters something to talk about. 
According because to her I standards. even remember, you know what? I even remember thinking to myself when I, you know, I saw you with like the the, the cornrows and all these things. I was like, wow, look at a natural babe. Just in your state, in your, you know, in doing your thing. And I was just like, I just love this. Like you're just, you know what I mean? Like the confidence and just no pressure. And that is exactly the way life is literally today. As in, mm-hmm. imagine, and then, and then imagine your Snapchat. You literally, when something comes up, you're already on there. Can you imagine thinking about going to go put on makeup every single time you need to stop that i must do eyeliner and eyeshadow and eyebrow before i come and talk to people are you joking it's a lot of work it's a lot of work no ways Mm -mm. so then we were there and we were like "Ah, ah." but girl why are you triggered what does these kinds of societal norms about beauty where do they actually stem from because let's get digging into it where do they come from that we must be made up we must be on top because right now you know there's also the trending topic about oh Lord, don't get out of your house wearing a bonnet like don't black women stop wearing a bonnet out of your house it's not professional First of all, I'm going to the Sobies, okay? We're not we're not encouraging that we must be in professional places with our body, but in a just an environment of living human beings, why is this a problem that in your heart it's it's heavy? So much so that now you gotta tell the whole world of black women, don't wear bonnets outside your house. I mean like what's wrong why can't i even wear my bonnet why when i know my hair's not really looking i can't i just put my bonnet on and go to the shops and do what i gotta do y'all if if people knew how difficult and complex black not even difficult that's not the word how complex black hair is it you need to take some time to really create it to really you know moisturize it make it look cute so sometimes you just got to put a bonnet or a cap or a scarf. Yeah. I also want to wear a scarf and I want to go outside. Yeah, like it's right. my decision. Like yeah. I want to just be out there in the streets. But no, out, people yeah. what I'm finding people don't is, like it. They don't like it. What I, but what I am finding out is um, people don't like anything. Whether you wear a bonnet, whether you wear braids, it's a problem. It's not so proper, especially like these days. Talking about you can't do braids like at the office. Well, like you, like you can't. We can't even. Here's the thing: we can't even have a wig. First of all, we can't even have braids. We can't even have a a, a bonnet because everything is pissing you guys off. Like what exactly? Okay, what do we do? <laughs> Just tell us. We can't even shave our heads. <laughs> We can't do it. None of the above. We can't do because if we do weave, oh, you're trying to be mm, so white. Why won't you embrace your natural? Oh, okay. We bring out the natural. We bring out, you know, black African queen's braids on deck. Oh, it's not professional. Hey, we shave head. Oh, that's too masculine. Hey, we put on bonnet. Oh, no, no, you're not professional. What the hell There's do no you winning. want? What do you want? But then, but then this is my, this is our question. Like where, where did, where did it stem from? Like what is, so what is the, the standard? You know what I mean? And where did the hell, where the hell did these standards come from? Whereby we must to follow. I think, you know, for generations, decades, black women have always been considered the bottom of the battle. We've always been right at the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, it just goes like white men, white women, black men, black women and all the other races in between us we are literally at the bottom black women are the bottom of the barrel 
in all regards of life. So what you, what tends to happen is, you know, generationally for generations, women, black women especially, have been compared to white women. Mm-hmm. So our bodies have never been good enough. Initially, remember in the 90s, the the ideal American body was a skinny, mm-hmm. straight, up and down woman, no boobs, no ass, just straight, you know, boyish looking. That was the ideal body structure for a female. Mm-hmm. Then Black women have always had the hips and the booty and the boobs. Like, we've always just had it. Then you fast forward to the, you know, late 2000s. People started realizing, actually, breasts are cool. You see all these white women starting to put implants. And there's nothing wrong with modifying your body. I would never bash you for doing that. What I'm trying to say is when we, when it's our natural body, it's not cool. But when white people start doing it, oh, now it's cool. Now it's cool to have some big jugs. Oh, now it's cool to have implants in your ass. Now it's cool to have, like, some extra hips. But we've had it our whole lives. Mm-hmm. Why were we never expected? Why were we not the cool ones? Mm-hmm. And then this happened to Ducky Thought. For all of you who don't know who Ducky Thought is, she's a very beautiful, dark-skinned, beautiful, beautiful woman mm-hmm. who's a supermodel. Mm-hmm. And so someone, a, a newscaster or a news reporter, compared her, literally said this on live noon, said, oh, she is the black Kylie Jenner. As in... As in how far? As in why Kylie Jenner? Why Why are we always, why are black women always compared to these Kardashian women? Like what? Like, yes, they've, they're beautiful in their own regard. Nobody would ever hate on their beauty. But the fact that for us to be considered beautiful, we have to be compared to a white woman is ridiculous. Yeah, like, the standard has to be, okay, yeah, so this would be equivalent to this. Excuse me, no, because no. first and foremost, like even if you wanted to compare her, don't do that. You compare it with the wrong one. What do you mean Kylie Jenner? Like, what is the resemblance here? No. There's no resemblance at all. Ducky Thought is the tall... She is tall. Oh my gosh. Like, she is, like, beautiful. Just Amazonian Just beauty. Gorgeous. Like, um, wow. Oh. Are you wow. joking? And then now for her to, for you to understand what your level of sight is to understand her beauty, you're going to say Kylie Jenner. Oh, come on, get the hell out of here. Get out of here, man. <laughs> get out of here for real. And like, and so after that, you, me and Otney had this conversation. We're like, okay, like for us, have we experienced this? Have we had body shaming? Have we struggled with our blackness? Have we struggled with who we are? And for me, it was, I remember my first ever moment of feeling like my skin was less than my color made me ugly mm-hmm. was in primary school. Also, I'm writing a book. Shout out to my book. Hey. Shout out to my friend who's an author. Are you joking? I'm an author now. <laughs> hey, anyways. Yeah. So I'm writing a book and I it's a memoirs and I talk about this in my novel about how when I was in primary school, I was in fifth grade mm-hmm. and this girl, we, I used to go for sleepovers with. So I went to a predominantly white school back home and uh, I went to the sleepover with all these white white girls and everyone was playing with Barbies before bed. And so I grabbed one of the white Barbies and this other white girl told me to not play with the white Barbie. I had to play with the only other black doll that was there, which was like at the time, Barbie, this is like early nineties. Barbie still hadn't finessed the black Barbie. She looked a hot mess. Her hair was horrible. Like it looked like wool. I was like, I don't want to play with her. She's not cute. But they were like, no, you have to play with her because her skin. And I quote, her skin is as ugly as yours. That's the first thing I was told by a white child in my school. So, You're excuse me. Joking. How am I supposed to feel in fifth grade? I went home looking at myself like, wow, yes, my skin is actually ugly. Like, oh, oh, my, oh my, are you joking? 
no like way. You're analyzing yourself, like, like no ways. Oh, I like that was imagine. my first struggle with my blackness, and then mm-hmm. fast forward to now as an adult, where people like where people come in my Snapchat, come on my Instagram, talking about oh, you know, you're not professional enough, or you don't look good enough, or you, you you're know, not why you, are you in your cornrows, eh? Like what? I've 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 been dealt with that since I was a kid. I'm over it. I had to get to a point to be like, actually, <laughs> I'm the baddest, most beautiful bitch I've ever seen in the freaking mirror. Get the fuck out of here. What you talking about? Out of here. And I see it. You know, I didn't. And I used to tell myself that, but not really conceptualize it until I gave birth to my daughter. Ooh. If you guys don't know my daughter, yo, but, that hmm. that young thing, yo, 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 Naibo. <laughs> She's going to be something. She's a beautiful she's already girl. something, okay? She's oh already terrorizer, but she's So when I beast. gave birth to that gorgeous specimen, I was like, Yo, your this children, they're so me. gorgeous. Like your kids are freaking awesome, phenomenal little human beings. They're so beautiful, both of them. I was just like, and and and, and yeah, I get that. But then, you know, it's one of those like yeah, that was harsh though. Because fifth grade, that was harsh for fifth you to grade. Guess. No, that's too much. But but then that and then imagine this is even in the country like you're in Zimbabwe at that time, right? And this is a country mm-hmm. where obviously majority of us at that time in that place like we are we're black and all of these things. So it's well, it's one of those like I didn't necessarily have to deal with all of that when I was. Um, about the race thing, but I dealt more so with like the body thing. So here I am, like I developed quite quickly, like uh, in life and stuff like this, like hips on deck, boobs, blah, 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 by, by, by sixth, fifth grade or something. Like I was fully, you know, matured and stuff like that. And it was one of those, like for the longest time, like I would wear like baggy clothes because I was just not confident enough, like in myself, because in my head I already was tapping into, and I don't know where I was getting the, where I was getting the feeding in from, you know what I mean? As a young girl. And I was obviously on the, uh, like heavier side. Like if you guys see me, like I'm not a slim something, something I am, you know, voluptuous. I got some meat on me and I love it now. But at that time it was one of those, like, I don't know where it had already tapped into. Maybe it was, watching tv maybe it was whatever but i would notice that mm, i'm not a slim young something you know what i mean i'm more on the on, on the heavier side and then that all brought my confidence down to like i would be wearing baggy clothes because i'd want to hide away i would want to hide away my hips i would want to hide away like you know just everything because i'm just like yo i i'm not i'm not beautiful you know what i mean um and then you c- come here and then um growing up obviously like i had to build on that i had to build on what that looks like in terms of like you know um building my self-confidence and all of these things like i had already built like a good significant amount of self-confidence by the time i came to canada and then but at a point in time where it went through the roof where even my head was because i was like in it i was in me i was like no not me like, I'm that girl who even my sister, she's sick of me these days. She'll be like, I go, and then I'm like, before I'm heading out and I look cute, I'm like, woof. I look myself in the mirror, I'm like, whoa, hello, girl. Mm-mm. You got it going on. But for me, it was like when uh, I, I actually was scouted out by a modeling agency here in Canada. And the lady, uh, shout out to Solita. Love you, girl. <laughs> um, but, you know, scouted me and was like, I want you to be like part of what, part of the models that, you know, model for us and stuff like that. And in my head, I was like, yeah, model, which one? <laughs> 
she's like you've got something you've got you know like you've got the walk you've got this this i was like that's crazy because no i cannot be a model have you seen me first of all me and ruby people were always talking about this we are short okay we are we are at the bottom of the battle of the sh- of the height <laughs> of we height. can't reach things that <laughs> we are can't here. yeah <laughs> it's too tall we are rid- <laughs> we're ridiculously well we're short you know what i mean so it was one of those i just looked at her like are you joking like no ways and she was like i'm serious and i was like okay so i tried it out all of these things did auditions and all of these things and when i tell you she she was just good at feeding me to like let me know like you can do it you can do it and my confidence kept on boosting and then now boom I'm walking for fashion shows I'm walking for different designers and I'm just like wait a minute I am that bitch but it was one of those like I couldn't even imagine myself being a model right but I was like once I I got my groove I was like one of the baddest in the town babes because I'd be on that stage I'm on I'm walking the runway and you couldn't tell me anything. And up to today, you can't tell me anything. I'm sorry. Like you can try, but you can't. But then this is the thing, right? For that moment, I was really fighting with myself saying, well, it's, this is not possible, but why not? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But because we already had this like in our brains of what society tells us is, is the pretty, is the beautiful, is the, is the one, right? But then... No, not anymore. Like, stop doing that to people. Like, for instance, your situation. Don't project yourself. Like, what do you think that is? That's more so of a projection. That's her, her own insecurities. Because if she says, I would never, that means that you feel the need to constantly have a full face of makeup or your hair laid for the gods to even show your face in public. And to me, yeah. that's like, okay, girl, that's, a, that's just sad. Because... You don't embrace your own beauty. You don't embrace. And let me tell you guys something. I will never call someone ugly because God makes no mistakes. The God we serve made everybody in his image. And you are fabulous, honey. So I never say anyone is ugly. So for me, it's like you just don't know how beautiful you are because societal standards about beauty are different from who you are. But it doesn't mean you're ugly. It just means that people don't see you as beautiful, but you should believe you're beautiful because once you tell yourself that, you portray it in your charisma, in your in your personality. Yeah. Like I, I had to stop because at one point I remember when I was like fresh in fresh in Canada, yeah. I would like constantly try to. I didn't even have a sense of like my identity. I would try to dress like yeah. other people. Yeah. I would try to Figuring talk like out. other people mm. because I was just like, I need to figure out who I am. But then at some point I was like, no, I am a loud ass motherfucking bitch who talks too much, who has way too much self-confidence and thinks she's the baddest thing in the world. And it is who I am. And I embrace it and I take it and I'm fine. And every everywhere I go, drink it if it's not yep. of tea, leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. Exactly. Exactly. And it is what it is. There's some people who just need to live in their truth. Mm-hmm. And once you embrace your truth, your true beauty comes out. Because also, ugliness isn't always about your facial features. Ugliness is about what's inside. You are ugly because of what's inside. Your actual being inside is so ugly that when you come out into the public, people see you as ugly. Because what you say is ugly. What you do is ugly. And then people are like, eh, you know what I'm saying? 
But it's like, you're not an ugly person. You could just be so much more beautiful if you just let all this shit go, honey. Like, literally. I, well, my friend is preaching to you, to you guys today. Take it or don't take it. That's your business. That's your business. <laughs> but she's stating facts right now. Because, like, listen, you come out, we're going to see the nastiness or we're going to see the beauty that is within. So it is what it is. So it's one of those, what is, um, what is a resolution if we were to even have a resolution? my girl because at the end of the day it's one of those yo uh what this is showing us is guys work on yourself eh before you come out in these streets and want to talk to people sideways work on yourself work on yourself mm -hmm. work on your damn self before you can mm -hmm. come to me okay before mm -hmm. you can come and nyo, 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 and talk nonsense work on yourself because once you do that like we said the confidence within you and all of these things you you know once you hit a sweet spot of your own self you actually don't have time to notice <laughs> other people's mm -hmm. what we what you would say flaws. You won't have the time. You won't mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you have well invested in yourself to know your beauty, your your whatever, your standard, your your what you like, and all of these things. And it's so interesting, and you embrace it enough for you that when you come out and you talk to people, you're not gonna. Because because what that is, is you embrace everything. You embrace the good, the bad of yourself. And when you're able to do that for your own self, you're able to do that for other people. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's one of those, work on yourself, guys. Work on yourself. Well, what do you... I honestly think, um, you know, for too long, like I said, black women have been pushed to the bottom of the barrel. And I can honestly say the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice facts. So your dark skin is beautiful. And like I said, God makes no mistakes. Every single race that God made, he did it intentionally because he wanted to show the difference in beauty of every single person on earth. So people need to just stop trying to be the best whatever that society puts out there. This has been happening prior to social media because even in the 90s, women still had problems like body dysmorphia with bulimia and, you know, um, that's because of magazine covers. You'd see the woman on the magazine is so much more different to who you are. But that's not real life. Real life is not social media. Real life is not what you're seeing in, like, you know, on magazines. Real life is you in your authentic self, in your true self. You are real life. So all I can say to people is just take some time to fall in love with yourself. Take Ooh, some time. Take the time, babes. Take and I say this time. even on my, because I do some like sex talks with women and I, I got different grinds, people. Let me tell you right now. I, I <laughs> do some sex hustler, talks baby. with some women. And in my sex talks, my one-on-one -on -one sex talks with women, where I educate women about, you know, how to basically enjoy sex. Uh, I also, one of my lessons is that women need to take a look in their mirror and look at what you consider a flaw of yours and say something positive about that flaw. So stop looking at, look, saying something negative because what you speak is what you are. So instead of saying something negative about this body part that you don't like, you should say something positive. So for me, everybody knows my arms have always been my most weird part of my body that I wasn't comfortable with. But I always say to myself in the morning, I look at my arms and I'm like, yo, these arms have carried children, have brought life into the world, have, they feed people. I make food for people. I do amazing things with these same arms. So you need to speak positivity about yourself in the mirror first. Don't seek for validation from nobody else. You seek for validation from your damn self. And trust me, it will just start 
just no, and that's what, out and then it'll just start projecting onto yeah, exactly. It's what will then project out of you. So, for instance, mm-hmm. in this case, that the girl was, you know, going after my friend like a crazy person. Um, we can already see the battles you're going through inside yourself. So, baby girl, mm-hmm. here's a message to you from us: work on your work on your damn self. Work on your damn <laughs> self, guys. A good takeaway. Just work on your damn self. Anyways, um, tell us, guys, in the comments. You know, we like to interact. You know, when we're deep in it, because we were deep in it. That was because today we we chose violence. But let us mm-hmm. know, guys. Like, and also let us know from the aspect of when people actually do that. What do you think is like? Um, what did, what do you think they're going through? Or or they actually mean it and they actually find and actually think they're actually okay and they are they are better than everybody in the world. Like what do you what are you guys' thoughts on this matter and what are you guys' thoughts on these standards of beauty that is just that are just mm-hmm. out there and and like what's your take on them? So yeah, let us know in the um, different platforms. We are everywhere, guys. We stream on all um, streamers in terms of like our podcast. Um, and you'll find us, we have our website and you'll find us also on our YouTube. So wherever it is, interact with us and let us know your thoughts on this. Um, this was a lovely little um, ranting thing. <laughs> ah, we were ranting. We were pissed today. We were, we were pissed today. Us. So, but mm-hmm. you know, it's all, it's always, you know, it's always love from us anyway. So guys, um, I'm going to close this one up. I am your host, Otene. And I am your other host, Ruby. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we can't wait to see you again next time.